Previously on polyamory. And you don't need to keep making patties out of people. You can actually use brat like it's supposed to be. Where do we get the rats from? That's a very good question. I don't know. But that's something we can figure out together right here, right now. We do have a scrytome, so we can make some calls to, to the right people. You know the right people, then. I don't know the right people, but I can find the right people. Do you guys still want to work here? I suppose it's better than being a slave if we kind of all own the place. It's democrat. It's like a democracy. Oh, what? Let me explain democracy to you, right? And you explain democracy to them. I do. I do actually. <laughs> Using the ketchup, I'm basically going to draw an elaborate, like, big summoning circle just in ketchup on the ground in this office. And I, I sit next to it, close my eyes, and I just try and empty my mind so that it is just dark and empty. And I try and remind myself, like, just trying to get myself into a mental equivalent of, like, the bottom of a miles deep hole. You feel yourself dropping out of the world into one of the lower planes, into the the fugue plane, where you long ago first encountered the great eater of the world, the mother of the night parade. She is <laughs> the night serpent. I am for <laughs> once a slave, now joining those who would starve me. Hey! How are you, Dandar? I blame those lazy, greedy elves. They are stealing my food. They have made the fungus more palatable. What was once a rite of passage for a chosen few is now being supplied to all and sundry. I'm not quite there yet, but once I've trained enough, there is something I can maybe do to help, in that I can eventually, with your help as my my patron, learn to cast fear and bring nightmares to people at will. I know that that's a promise for the future, as is dealing with these elves and, and what they're denying you, but I can't fix this without your help. If you truly wish to regain my favour, I suggest you stop the flow of fungus. Then we shall consider your position. I will do what I can, and we shall speak again. See that you do not disappoint me again. Hey, All right, Vimara. Hey, Jin. I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Just just recovering after last fairy forest. Are there any like things I can be practicing that are going to help me to to get this magic in in tune? If you got like any you know uh, warm up routines or anything like that, any sort of exercises I should be trying. It's about connecting with other people and sharing that love in performance. I think the first spell I ever learnt was cure wounds. Focusing on on the source of your magic, which was previously your connection to your dark eldritch god, which was symbolised through your tattoos. Your one remaining vibrant tattoo, which we discussed last week. Yes, the uh, the totally not a top-down view of a person dabbing tattoo. You cast a dab, and which you've, you've said you end in a kiss, towards uh, Madame Valerie. And for 17, welcome to level one dab wizardry. <gasps> hey. oh, you cast your wounds. I don't think it'd be terribly happy to see me with the news I've got. What kind of news are we oh, talking? I was, well, I went to Severson to try and find the family songbook, but some bastards nicked it. <coughs> hey, so... Sorry, I got a bit of a cough. Some people got kicked out of the fairy forest that had a book that might be what you're looking for. It was two orcs 
and a bugbear in a very uncomfortable looking suit. There is a song in there that talks about a going away. It's a bad songbook. We're all basically historians. You trundle into more town and you notice just a lot of dirt. There's bottles everywhere. These these just these crappy bottles everywhere. You follow through to the back room and downstairs to where you know the, the little dock is. Usually this is where you you used to get stock deliveries in, but the water level is barely a trickle. It's just some silty mud mm. about eight feet down. There's almost no river here at all. So, as you can see, it's uh, not exactly as practical as it used to be. <gasps> oh, shit. And in the middle of the room, next to a large point of obsidian, which is crackling with green lightning and spreading out to these these growing pods around the room, is Gorthane. I don't know if you've noticed the big gold build-up of glass bottles outside. I've not been out an awful lot. Very busy with this lot. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. We're thinking maybe the glass, uh, if you could find a way of like melting it down again, it could be really useful for something. I could always use more glass, making all these vats to, uh, to, to grow more yeah, flesh columns. Yeah. Fighting death and human horse, Thorson tried to kill them all. They escaped the vile moor. Now polyamory start. Polyamory. <laughs> that's fucking amazing. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Stone Monkey Radio's roleplay series, Polyarmory. I am Jane Eris Magnet, and I am the mistress of this dungeon. Joining me today to be punished until they scream the safe word, which today is perspiration, are Laura Kate Dale. I'm slowly dying, but we're going to go on an adventure. The show must go on. And Astrid Johnson. I wrote a news story today about a man that stole uh, from a petrol station last night. They went in with a catapult and all they stole was a chocolate bar. Okay. Wow. That, that <laughs> yeah, is, that is right? some low-scale crime. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> I mean, usually it's just hello and then what have you been up to? But obviously there's some chocolate larceny going on. Yeah. A little, a little bit of uh, garage scrumping. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you can call it. Um, so, Laura, what have you been up to, apart from dying slowly? Apart from dying slowly for pretty much a week straight, uh, I wrote some stuff for Kotaku this week about Wolfenstein. Uh, there's a new Wolfenstein game in it, and and in it you, you kill a bunch of Nazis. And I wrote about how, you know, killing Nazis in video games used to be just a very simple pleasure that just everyone could agree was quite fun. And 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 all their them politics in video games now. But I also wrote some stuff about how this Wolfenstein game is is unintentionally or intentionally drawing some quite apt parallels to modern day America in terms of how apathy towards Nazi attitudes can allow Nazi attitudes to grow. So I did that. I tried not to die for a week from this illness that keeps trying to batter me around. Uh, I did a book signing with Ashens. That was that was quite fun. Uh, signed a bunch a uh, bunch of copies of uh, his book that I contributed some words to. Attack of the Flickering Skeletons, and I think I think that's about it. I think that was my week. Excellent. And Astrid, what have you been up to? Well, I oh. Oh, sorry. Uh, my fairy lights just blinked. I think Will Byers is trying to contact me. Okay. Um, 
No, no, they stopped. It's okay. Okay, let me know if the <laughs> um, Demogorgon starts to come through the wall. We'll, we'll yeah, take no, a pause. Yeah, no, I'm keeping an eye out. I'm keeping an eye out. I'll make sure okay. the, the posters on my wall don't stop rumbling because of holes behind them. Um, so, yeah, this week I have been doing a lot of university work, really. We've had a couple of assessed news days, which has been very exciting, and that's why I wrote the story about the what we called Kit Kat Burglar. Mm. Um... <laughs> Uh, that story was full of puns. It's been an interesting week. I did a little review on Valhalla, finally. VA-11 Hall A. It's a cyberpunk bartending game. Very fun. You should go check that out. Uh, what else have I been doing? A lot of Twitter. been tweeting a lot. That's been good. I've not really been doing much outside of the university this week. It's been a, It's been a chill week. Nice. Mm. What have you been up to this week, James? Yeah, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Um, I had a really good idea for a pun this morning that will probably form most of the rest of this show. Excellent. Uh, the, 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 the only thing we know about this pun is that uh, potentially you are more proud of this than you are of... Modratar. And you have no idea how proud of Modratar oh, I'm, I'm aware how <laughs> proud you are of Modratar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am very ready for whatever is coming. Indeedy. Well, Same. we shall see. We shall see what uh, occurs. What comes in the mail. God, I Exciting hate Exciting times. Um, sorry. It's horrible when you find something on uh, Google Images and you're like, yes, I want to look at that. Oh, it's, it's it's on Pinterest. I'm not on Pinterest, and I have no Pinterest in Pinterest. Yeah. So we'll not be signing up. Oh, but you can't look at our links. Well, fuck you, Pinterest. That's fucking rude, right? So rude. Rude. Um, so... You head along the road that most closely follows the river, trying to see if you can find where the Nestler's Corporation may keep their, their factory or, or production, which you understand to be somewhere... Along the river to Groibon, incidentally. Eventually, you come to a large set of double doors, and directly above this, in a very nicely done red paint, is a logo that says Nestlers. It's a privilege. <laughs> oh, this rude. is gonna, this is gonna go. Oh, this is gonna be fun. Right. Cracks knuckles because I'm not going to do that on the recording because I know it doesn't sound very nice. Let's um, inspect. Let's liberate some water. Oh shit, we're going to liberate some water. The people's water. <laughs> uh, okay. So here's here's the thing. Uh, I'm I'm gonna you know normally I'm all for being the one who barges in front and center of all these things, but um, I'm I'm going to need you to take the lead on this one because. I'm still working out how to do anything right now. So, That's all um, good. Is there a front door to this establishment? There is the door that I just told you about. Yes, the big double door. I am door. perceptive. <laughs> I'd like to knock on the door, please. <laughs> you knock on the door, and after a few moments, you hear what sounds like some kind of brace or bolt being lifted, mm-hmm. and a lizard folk peers around the door. He is wearing uh, a pair of leather trousers with a hole for his tail to poke through. There is a, a club slung at his waist belt. Oh. And he looks at you like, what do you want? 
Health inspectors. Deception check. I got a natural 20 on my deception check. Mr. Croak sent you. Yes, yeah. I'm, uh, well, please come in, come in. Uh, you you want to see the much. boss. Um, that should be fine. He he opens the door uh, and ushers I the... I can't believe that works. I can't believe that works either. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's, a natural 20 will do wonders for your ability to get shit done. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself. Oh, I've got no fucking idea how this is going to go now. Okay. <laughs> Well, don't you just love the collaborative nature of D&D when you plan out a story and then someone rolls a nat 20? Absolutely. So the the, the th- I've got ways around this. Oh, fucking I, I can work around this. Okay. The, the, okay. The, um, so Aiden's going to wait for you on the cart. You notice that Puff is also just sitting on the bench of the cart as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and he doesn't seem at all interested in anything you're doing. Hey, don't wanna, don't, don't wanna come out, come help out, Puff. He snorts in a slightly derisive manner. Oh, and the door is being held open for the three of you. I guess the three of us go in. I, will... I walk in with confidence. Okay, you go in, and almost in, in, immediately you're greeted by a, a large box cart. Um, you see that on the side of it again. It's it announces that it's in in red in the the same font that you saw on the sign outside. It says Nestle's Spring, mm-hmm. uh, finest Nestle's Spring water, and there are a, a number of boxes just to your right, all stacked up. And then you you see some kind of conveyor belt that's being powered by a a goblin just pushing uh, around in circles. There are two other goblins. One appears to be loading glass bottles out of boxes onto the conveyor belt, and the other one is unloading full glass bottles into a a different box, ready to be shipped out. At the far end of the room, you see a pen where the the pigs are being kept. Obviously, they'll be ready when the, the cart is due to leave. And the lizard folk uh, guard leads you to an office, uh, which is marked manager. You can see that there are a there there. You can see that there is a, a sort of one of those normal vent blinds, so that uh, the man the manager there could sort of peek through and and check on the staff. The lizard folk knocks on the door, and you hear a sort of gruff. Come in. Excellent. I enter. You and en- I follow. You enter with oh, yeah. Thrall in tow. Mm-hmm. You see a, a small office with a, a large back chair, quite quite a nice swivel chair, uh, sat in front of a, a quite large desk. Um, there's a number of, of papers and files on the desk. There are two very low-down, cheap-looking seats sat in front of the desk. And, and there's not really much else in here apart from the... Uh, a bugbear in a in a business suit. This suit is certainly cut much better than the one you saw uh, um, on the bugbear at Fairy Forest. Mm. Mm. Elf inspectors. Elf inspectors, is it? Mm. Uh, I'm glad you clarified that the pronunciation there was health inspectors, because just out of character, I was very <laughs> tempted to be, yes, I'm here to inspect your elves. <laughs> 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 Uh, Sexy. Elf <laughs> uh, yes, inspectors. Uh, yeah, sorry, just you're doing the job. You know how it is. Sent by Mr. Croak just to make sure everything is in order. Mr. Croak. 
I'm not sure why Mr. Croak would feel the need to inspect anybody's health around here. This is most unusual. I'd better give him a call. And he pulls if, out if his a... scry tome. See, here's, here's the deal. If a product... Shit! If a, if, no, don't shout shit. No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> that was in my head. That was... That Internally was a... screamed shit. That... <laughs> uh, Look, look. If, if if a product is making people unwell, people buy less of it. You want to have people who are well enough from a product that they continue to purchase it. Like That's it's simple enough. Here. Simple enough idea, isn't it? That doesn't sound anything like Mr. Croak. Who the bloody hell are you? Uh shit, run! Your mum no, fires no. the crossbow. I, I don't <laughs> shout shit, run. I, so, as a quick just question to the DM, I've completely forgotten since last week, which spells do I currently have? It's my cantrips. You have your cantrips. Uh, cantrips and cure and wounds. And cure wounds. Okay. I'm gonna roll intimidation uh, with the intention of basically, like, I want to go and pin this guy up against, uh, pin this guy on a wall and be like, so, you, look here, look here, you, very angrily and, you know hopefully regain some control over this situation. Mm-hmm. 18. Is 18 intimidating enough? Uh, this is wisdom. Yeah, but that is certainly intimidated. Uh, so I intimid- intimidate them and just go, do you really want to be informing people that we're here? Because that breaks the whole ethics code of doing health inspection. And you know what happens to people who mess with health inspectors? Well, there's not much health of them left to get inspected. I'm just very confused. M- Mr. Croak doesn't usually care about health. Look, right, okay. Obviously, we're not really health inspectors. No, why? We've just been I, set- no, 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 no. I, no, no, I no. intimidated them well. <laughs> I, I, they're still I intimidated. Know. They're scared of you, but I they know, just don't know. Try- I've, got, I've got a thing in my Okay, life. okay. Look, obviously we're not health inspectors. That's just the code word that you should have been said by Mr. Croak. And we're on a busy schedule. We just need to make sure everything's in business. We got a, we, we've been sent here to just have a look and see how everything's doing and go back and report to him because he wanted some eyes in on the place, right? And you should, he should have, you, you should have got the memo. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, feel free to have a look around. Everything's perfectly above board. We, we're taking all the water. The, the goblins are working overtime. We, we're shipping out as, as fast as we can. Right, thank you very much. We're just going to have a little look around. Shouldn't be, shouldn't be too long. Going to assume everything's fine. Absolutely, absolutely. Excellent. Thank you very much. If we have any other issues, we will come and talk to you. Of course, of course. Happy to help. Right. And I turn around and I walk out of the door with confidence. (laughs) And I I give I give a sort of like uh like a a shoulder not you know when you you know when you nod your head in a direction to sort of indicate to someone to come on then let's go. Okay. I I I come with you. There we go. <laughs> you are. This is not how I expected this this to go. Okay, are you just gonna walk around or gonna walk around and try and figure out where they're getting the water from? Okay, well um, Investigation? Yeah, roll investigation. Okay. I didn't do too good at that. Uh, <laughs> got an let's, eight. Let's roll my investigation and see if it's any better. Seven, oh, it's no. worse. Right, it's the boy, it's time for detective boy. <laughs> Uh, okay, so you do a, a quick circuit of the room. As I described, so there is the, the pig pen on your left with two quite reasonably healthy looking piggies. There are the three workers on the uh, production line, one loading, one unloading and one making it move. 
There is a stack of boxes by the wall just behind this from your current position. The cart, which is being loaded up with uh, spring water, is just to ahead, of, just pretty much straight ahead of you towards the the exit out of here. The lizard folk is leaning against the wall near the cart, overseeing the goblins working the production line. And during your inspection, you notice that just to the uh, left of the pig pen, there is a small dam that is holding oh. back most of the river, just allowing a small trickle underneath. It's literally just about three inches of water that's being allowed out. The other side of it is is the water is as high as it should be, and there is a small goblin panting away and and clearly using some kind of manual hand pump to crank water onto the production line and fill the bottles. Okay. So can, can in we, a walking sorry, sorry. can we no, te- can we tell from looking at this dam how difficult it would be to just destroy the dam? <clears throat> um. You you yeah you, you can tell that it's. Not super well constructed. You imagine that you imagine that it would take a bit of a beating, perhaps some kind of explosive or something. Um, probably burning wouldn't really work given the the force of water behind it. Mm. Mm. Um, whilst we're walking around, uh, I want to ask two things. One, roughly, how big is this place on the inside? About one hundred and fifty yards. Okay, so not massive. And the second thing I want to know is how many people That's 450 are in feet, here? By the way. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, sorry. How many people? There yes. is the manager's office, which contains one bugbear, the mm-hmm. lizard folk, who is clearly some kind of guard or security guard or maybe even slave driver. Um, there are the four goblins working the pump and the production line. Do the goblins look happy about their current state of affairs? They look busy. Mm. And tired. In a hushed tone, I turn to Thrall and Romara and I say, Right, here's what I'm thinking. Not a lot of people here. And it seems to be that upper management is based externally. And they don't seem to be getting visitors all that often. So my suggestion would be, unless the goblins feel particularly inclined to stop working here, we job the manager and the lizard folk, and we fuck up this dam, and see what we can do about the rest of the place as well, if there's anything useful here, or if there's any means by which we can completely keep it out of operation. Well, How does see, that sound? Here's, here's the issue here, as far as I can see it, is... We could destroy this dam relatively easily. That's not the difficult part. The difficult thing is stopping someone from just rebuilding it. Because, like, that's the problem, is we could destroy this dam and then, like, five minutes later there could be a new dam here. Like, destroying the dam is not a long-term solution unless we do other things around it. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking we take out the manager and the lizard folk. Well... And then liberate the goblins, I guess. They are just... Middle management. They are middle I think management. The point Bromar is making is that they're they're just they're somebody if if they're they're just middle management they can easily be replaced. Someone could yeah. easily rebuild this. This, this is the problem is as soon as someone goes wait a second what why is the net like they might not be checking in here regularly but when production <sighs> here stops they're gonna notice and it's like okay I I feel like 
dealing with this now just tips their hand, you know, they'll come and fix it and they'll be on higher alert. You make a very Part good of point. me thinks we we deal with head office. Yeah. Like, I we think... want to deal with the people who are the source of this problem before yeah. we start trying to smash in dams, I think. Yeah, if we keep the, up the facade and say that we're finished and just leave, because they'll probably let us just do that, I think we when we get to Glory Bomb, see if we know anyone that can help us out with tackling upper management. Probably the polyarmory, seeing as it's affecting, affecting the business... Is it affecting the business? Well, yeah, it's making it really, really difficult to get supplies up up and down the river, isn't it? Yep. I suppose so. That's actually not a bad idea. Go talk to Polyarmory head office and And... be like, look, this is what's going on. How do you suggest we approach this issue? Start a little bit of corporate warfare. Only with the boss's permission. Only with the... No, yeah, only with the boss's permission. But, you know, that's probably going to be what happens. Uh, (laughs) Okay, let's... Scoot, I suppose. Okay, you gonna announce your departure, or...? Yeah, uh, yeah. I suppose we pop back into the manager's office and just, you know, say, uh, everything seems to be in order. Well, Keep up the when, good work. When, when, when you see Mr. Croak, please please do let him, let him know that pr- production is going going just just as it should, just as it should. <laughs> will do, will do. I'll be sure, we'll be sure to inform him of everything that we have seen today, and everything that you've told us. Just keep at it, I suppose. Thank you, thank you. Tell Mr. Croak anything he needs. We'll make sure he's done. Be sure to let him know. And I guess you head off. Yeah, that's very like 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 burst out like walk out the front door. The cool ass rock music starts playing, and we put on our sunglasses and in slow motion walk back to the cart. I think is how that happens. Okay. (laughs) You, you badass walk out of a warehouse in slow motion yeah. while back in black, Blaze. Yeah. And... Oh my goodness, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. That's, that's good. Right. And yeah. uh, you go back to the car and, and Thrall is sitting on his scrytome playing Piggymon away. As he does. Is, is he it does. getting particularly hot? It, it is, as usual, pretty warm. Not, not so much that we need to be worried it's going to imminently explode. No. Uh, Aiden okay. is uh, just tightening the, the skin on his bodron. Anything you want to do? As we're back in the car, before we do anything else, I want to do just a nice quick dab and cast Speak With Animals. And okay. I just I just want to ask Puff, like, hey, buddy, what's, what's up? Uh, language of emotion. Pseudo dragons can't speak, but they can communicate using a limited form of telepathy that allows them to share basic ideas such as hum, hunger, curiosity, or affection. Uh, you, you dab at Puff, and somehow, using its its tiny pseudo dragon tongue, it sort of tuts at you and rolls its eyes. And from the from speak with animals, the emotion that he communicates to you is disapproval. And you get a sense of disappointment as well. Um, you said last week, didn't you, that the one uh, cantrip I currently can't use is fine familiar, isn't it? Yep. Uh, I'm getting a sense here. This is... Uh, Puff Puff was brought into my service as a... Uh, was, was basically earned through eldritch magic and... Mm-hmm. Puff is not a big fan of the dab magic. Is that a good sense of what's going on? You can't tell that from anything Puff is communicating with you. Okay. 
Well, that's that's my current working theory, so... It sounds like a pretty likely explanation. That's all I got right now, so for the time yeah. for the time being, I suppose on we, we, we go. Okay, so where do you want to head to? I think Groybon would be in a uh, good place to head to next. Polyamory head office is in Groybon, isn't it? It is, yeah. So I think we go to Groybon to drop off Ganley... And right. then I probably a good idea to head straight to Groybon, uh, to Polyarmory head office and inform them of the situation. I suppose you've got the sword as well, so we do have the sword as well. It's, it's and... a good excuse to drop off the sword and to also go like, is it a good idea for us to smash in a dam? Mm. And, and you've got that also, gold as well. Yeah. Yes, we do, and also we can actually take the opportunity to have a little bit of an explore of Groybon, maybe. Mm. Mm. Because there were a few things that we did. I think there were a lot of things we ignored in Groybon. Yeah, <laughs> we missed a lot, so we can we can go back and make okay. good on yep, that. Yep, yep. Okay, uh-huh. so you head up into the carts and and announce to, to Ganley where you're heading. Oh, that's great! I was. I was, wasn't ima- imagining that you'd ever give me a lift all the way there, but thanks very much. Yeah, it's cool, right? No worries about it. Okay, you right, you uh, high off the piggies, and they hmm. trot off towards Groybon. Huzzah! Shortly after, you you emerge into the large open cavern of Groybon. The beautiful crystal is showing that it is getting towards twilight, uh, because the obviously the light from the above world that scatters through it is getting to that sort of beautiful yellowy colour. And that the whole underdark here of Groibon looks like a, a beautiful sort of twilight amber. Oh, that's gorgeous. Okay. And and you trot along through the, the busy streets towards Polyarmory head office and, and down into their cart park where you are... Where you unload, you hand over the the piggies, and they're they're looked after there. And Ganley says, "Oh, thanks so much for giving us the lift. So, uh, any time you need, uh, you hit us up on a scrytome. I've got one of those." Yeah, we will do. If we get any leads on where that songbook might be, we will contact you right away. Thanks very much. I think I probably grab myself a drink see if I can find somewhere that needs a drummer. That's a good shout. Have a good one. Good to meet your friend Oz. Good to meet you too. And, uh, and Ganley heads off. Oh, yeah. You uh, head through into the main uh, polyarmory building, are led through the, the sort of staff hallways. Eventually you are, are led up to an office and you find the bugbear that you've previously encountered that usually is the one that talks to uh, Vendirak over the, the scrypad. Is that? Oh, hello. Not seen you in a while. Yeah, it's been some time. How how are things going up in Groypon? Prosperous as always. Very prosperous. Good, good. Good, good. Lots of people need weapons, even in a town where no one has weapons. Plus, of course, people do like to rather come to the museum. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Speaking of the museum, we mm. have something for you. And I, I suppose... I believe I have it, so I hand yes. over the very fancy mm. treasure sword. Oh goodness! I know. Mm-hmm. It's come from Severton because I know it, they would they they'd requested a hash stone for it. Uh, Indeed, we it did. have a hash stone with it. We do, yeah. I hand over the hash stone as well, I suppose. It takes the the hash stone and and confirms that it is as this hash stone is. 
He looks over the hash stone itself to confirm that it is what he that he thought it was. Oh, excellent, excellent. Oh, Bumble will be incredibly upset. <laughs> uh, anything particularly fun? Because I've just been calling it the fancy treasure sword for a while, so... Well... You may be aware of uh, Bumbles. There are a chain of department stores or general mm-hmm. stores. There's a few of them about. I think there might be one in Mordtown where you were last based. <laughs> Obviously, there's the big department store here. Well, oh, are they run by um? Oh, what are they called? Those ones. Those. I feel horribly racist right now. <laughs> I'm not going to help you out of this situation. Oh, please help me out. I don't even know what you mean. Romora. (laughs) Uh, Nah, I'm honest. I have no idea what you're on about. What? Oh, Knowles. Knowles? Hmm. I don't recall the Knowles ever running a shop. Warehouse? Oddman's, you're talking about. Oh, yeah, ignore not, me uh, completely yeah, then. No, I, I had no idea where you were going. That's not for, Bumbles. For a jog of your memory, uh, mm. Bumbles was the shop that was run by Honey's in Honey in Mordown. Ah, the um, the Scottish accented character. The um, oh, yeah, who got very defensive about the the fact that you suggested that they'd been playing music. So yeah, um, what's... there is also yeah. a large department store in Groybon. That um, is is by the name of Bumbles. Mm. Well, yes, this is uh, belong to Bumble, the original Bumble, of course, owner of uh, the Bumbles department store and the various other oh, yes. stores around. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, well, back in Gro- in the uh, rough and tough days of Groybon, back when uh, oh fuck, what was his name? Oh, back when before Ban Troll Slayer brought uh, unity and harmony, uh, before there was mm. uh, such beautiful place for commerce. Unfortunately, uh, it used to be a little bit rougher, and Bumble was uh, quite known for his sword. Rather, d- he rather did like Slasher. They said it was his prize. Oh, well, there we go. Glad to have it in polyamory hands, then. Certainly, certainly. Then, of course, we'll uh, give you the uh, the bounty fee. Uh-huh. And uh, he goes to uh, a safe behind his desk and hits open and hands you a bag of 50 gold. A nice one. I don't suppose I you will... managed to recover anything else from uh, Severton, did you? There wasn't actually much left there. It was only a few scraps of basically paperwork um and it was far too burnt to really see that was two grand oh shit yeah probably acknowledge the two grand yeah i i we also found this giant bag of money and you hand over the two grand i forgot about all the money we had very nice to have their takings back i suppose there wasn't much left of the uh the actual stock Fortunately not. Yeah. Unf- unfortunately not. Sorry. See, this is this is the problem with D and D being played over multiple, multiple, multiple weeks. Is that you tend to put like one thing sticks in your head and other things don't. Like I remember the fancy treasure sword. <laughs> I reminded you several times about that bag of gold. You did. You did. Yeah. You did. Which is really bad. You know, basically, it doesn't help when you don't fun. put these things on your character sheets. I did put the fancy treasure sword on the character sheet. <laughs> Okay, well, Prize Slasher is back in the uh, the hands of Polyarmory, which will very much upset Bumble. Uh, it will end up, no doubt, in the museum. Was there anything else you wanted to, to, to do while you were here? While we're here, yeah. we, we, mm. we need to get your advice, if possible, on um, dealing with a an issue affecting the Polyarmory chain of commerce, I suppose. 
Sounds most sinister. What have you? Uh, what have you been thinking about, mate? So, um, here's here's the short version. You know, normally the easiest route to get stuff back, you know, for us to get stuff back to head office is up the river. Yes, I had heard there'd been something about that. Something about the ferry staff not being able to get down the river. Yeah. Um, some someone asking for some kind of toll or other, saying it was out of commission. Here's here's the short version. Uh. Nestless Springs, if you know them, the uh, the crappy glass bottles of water, uh, they have set up a factory along that river, and basically the river does not work, and they're selling the river wa- water in crappy glass bottles. So, physically getting the water running again wouldn't be the biggest problem in the world. There's a very small dam, you break the dam, water's going to flow again. But the bigger problem is... The building in the way uh, on the river that the dam is enclosed within is going to be a bit of a problem for getting the ferry up and down the river. And, you know, multinational corporation, if we destroy that dam, they're just going to rebuild the dam. So, Nestlers are the problem right now with getting stuff up and down the river. My temptation is to say we destroy that, we destroy the Nestlers building, but, like, that is a big thing for us to do as polyamory. Just... Just checking, like, is that the way you want us to go with this? I can't say I'm a terribly big fan of Croak or any of his businesses. His water's basically just tastes of nothing special. I've drunk better out of the river. From what we can tell, it is literally the water from the river. That doesn't surprise me. I'm sure he's probably got some perfect explanation about how he's selling us our own river water back. So yeah, no, like, what's what's your thought on us literally just destroying the building? Nestler Krog is a very powerful man. Mm. While I do not like him, it could be very dangerous unless you're going to take him out himself. His company may run or run, or, or not run without him, hard to say exactly. But uh, I think if you really want to deal with that, I would suggest, first of all, hiding who you're from. Yeah? And... By all means, go and visit uh, Croak Manor. Do you know where where that is? Where we would find Croak? He he gestures over his his scry tome for a, a few moments, and then sort of does a, a weird sort of flick towards you, and all of your scry tomes buzz slightly. Ooh! And your Google Google map has been updated with instructions on how to find Croak Manor. Excellent! Thank you very oh, much, Nestor Croak. Of course, nothing to do with the polyarmory. I'll tell you what, I'll arrange for the cart park staff to send you out in the black cart. If you're going to be doing shady stuff like this, I'd rather you weren't absolutely advertising it, but obviously do keep your badges in case you meet anyone later on. Mm. Mm. This is exciting. It's going to be like a little bit like corporate espionage. Mysterious uh, mystery, mystery mission. Corporate espionage with more explosions. Do you have a, a spell for explosions? We don't have a spell for explosions, but we are in Groyborn, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's somewhere here we can buy explosives of some kind. Okay, so, so do you want to... What what do you want to do now? I think what we should do next is have a little bit of an explore, see if we can find anywhere that might sell us things that would be useful for this little mission of ours, and on... And on the way, we can find out a little bit more about Greybond. Okay. <laughs> sort of so, killing two birds with one stone. Okay. So you head out into the street and just a- across the road, really, you see Bumbles 
the large department store, which you would imagine would sell most sorts of things. Yeah. You, you head in there. You, you wander through, obviously, racks of, of various different types of armour. Some of, some of it's quite fancy and showy. Obviously, some of it's more practical. There's a whole uh, section for spell components. I imagine that it looks a bit like one of those um, herbalist shops, like those Chinese herbalists with mm. all the different jars yeah. and things. Okay. Um, there's there's sort of a more adventure type area where you can buy like different types of pack or, or water skins, sort of j- ropes, things like that. Okay. Where where do you want to head? I'll find a member of staff. Look, I'll look for I'll look for the Bumbles uniform. Okay, you see someone in a brown polo shirt. That it it looks horribly uncomfortable oh, and no. unpleasant and cheap and mass produced. It has a, a little. Um, mustard-coloured, embroidered word bumbles just above the uh, the left breast, w- where I suppose where a pocket would be, but there ah, is no pocket. The old shit and piss colour scheme. I like it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <Can I> help <laughs> you. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Hello. Yes. Right. Are, are you by um, any chance working here on your like time off from working at Darus? I think Daddy's only hire slaves. They don't actually pay anyone. Ah. Mm. Ah. So. How can I help you? So we're looking for explosives. Yes, there's a whole selection of explosives just over there. Let me take you over to the counter. Thank you very and much. Let me take you over to the munitions counter. The mu- Ooh, the munitions counter. Oh, I feel like I'm going to enjoy this bit. <laughs> So, as a quick question, Astrid, how much how much cash do we currently have? At the moment, we do have quite a lot. Uh, we got 50 gold as the bounty for the sword, didn't we? 50 gold, yeah. 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 So, we currently have 349 gold, 3 silver, and 6 copper. So, we, we're, okay. we're, we're, comfortably, we're comfortably wealthy at the we're moment. We're doing okay, I'd then. Say. Yeah. Hello, welcome to the munitions counter. How can I help you today? Says the uh, officious-looking drow behind the counter. Hello! We would like to buy... I suppose the question before that, actually, is... How much are the Molotov cocktails? Okay, behind the counter, you can see a a large selection of uh, glass bottles for for Molotov cocktails, you may Mm. remember. There are bottles of uh, explosive uh, acid grenades and um obviously a, a, a selection of uh of dynamite or or similar stick explosive mm. i mean the dynamite's probably your more useful for our mission but also molotov cocktails you get both shall we get some of each we get some of both yeah let's get some of both how many of each would you like uh how many would you need um just enough to build, blow up like a small wall, you know, a small waterproof wall. Two or three should do it nicely. So, side note, real quick, mm-hmm. Bromara, here's the here's the sitch, right? Right. If we just blow up the dam, yeah, Mister Croak and his esteemed Nestless Brings business might get the impression. From a specifically targeted dam destruction, that 
the 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 reason the the reason there was an attack on this processing plant was very specifically because people people who needed to use the river wanted to get rid of the dam which means it might give a bit of information regarding the location and possible suspects as i i hope we're having this conversation very quietly considering we're in a department oh yeah we are we are we are um sorry so yeah i i get what you're laying down but also if we cave in the whole cave there's going to be no there's going to be no room for the ferry to get through because we caved in the whole cave okay if we just get some nolotov cocktails as well and maybe torch some bits of the processing machinery so on and so forth just to make it look like a non-specific assault I, of I, the I don't, processing I don't plant. Th- I don't know that that makes it any more vague, but if that'll make you feel better, sure. Because it could be scratched up then to just some hooligans who wanted to f- fuck something up a bit. Uh, again, I've made my point clear. I, I don't know that okay. it's going to divert any extra attention away from us, but if you, if you want to do it, sure. Okay. In any case... I kind of maybe just want to buy some Molotovs so I can have fun with them. And if we're going to be assault on the place anyway, then, you know, it might help, it might not, but it will be fun, I, you know, I guess. Okay, yeah. So how much, was it three, th- two or three sticks of dynamite you said would do the job? I would think that would be sufficient to do the job, yes. Excellent. How much per stick of dynamite? Twelve gold. Twelve gold? Okay, so that's 36 for three sticks. That's correct, yes. Did you want anything else? So I have a good range of Nolotov cocktails. How much are the Nolotov cocktails? Uh, three gold each. Ooh, that's, that's pretty good. Can we get three sticks of dynamite and three Nolotov cocktails? Absolutely. Would you like them gift-wrapped? <laughs> of course. Of course I would. How much is that? It's an extra one gold. Oh, that's fine then. Yeah, go ahead. And he carefully... Puts your dynamite and your Nolotov cocktails into a fancy pink box, and and ties <laughs> some some ribbon around it, and and puts a little bow on the side of the box. Would you like to fill out a, a special greeting cards we we can attach to the box? I I think that's fine. I think that we will uh, we will give them our greetings in person, as as you decide. Thank thank you very much for shopping at Bumbles today. Is there anything else I can help you with? I think that'll be all, actually. Thank you very much. You've been very helpful. It's always a pleasure to serve. Bumbles is here for your every need. Thank you. Have a good day. I suppose we you leave do. Bumbles. Okay. Are you taking the money out? Oh, yes. Sorry. <laughs> Please, for goodness sake, add those to your character sheets. Yes, I will. I will add them and then I will just uh, detract the cash. Okay. What do you want to do now that you've purchased your explosives? So, I think the best thing to do would be to put the explosives back in our cart. You head back to the polyarmory head office, mm-hmm. and down in the garage, you, you see the, the garage attendant, and they, they confirm that they've been authorised to send you out with, quote-unquote, the black cart, <laughs> nice. which is a plain matte black cart, almost exactly the same design as the other one, does not have any polyarmory markings on it. The uh, piggies are, are, are of the the black piggy variety, rather than the more more pinky. Or actually, the piggies down here tend to be almost white due to the lack of sunshine. Mm. 
But these these are, uh, are piggies with slightly more melanin. Stealth piggies. These are, these are your stealth piggies, yes. <laughs> and, and they look a little bit more sort of rough and ready. Have One of them get, has a pierced ear. Have they got little action bandanas on? Yes. Oh my goodness! Naturally. <laughs> yes, I'm okay with this. Right. Now that we've deposited the explosives in a safe location where we can't drop them and blow everything up, um, do we want to go... Bromora, do we want to go on the mission now, or do we want to have a bit more of an explore of Groybon and then go on the mission, just in case we find anything that might be convenient? Do you want to give? Do you mind re-giving us the rundown of what's in Grobon? Because you gave it to us once in a previous episode, and we completely just ignored like ninety percent of what you said. So, pretty much, <laughs> there's a number of street vendors, so you can get pretty much every kind of food from anywhere uh, over the world. Mm-hmm. There are all number of different types of, of beings here, from kobolds, orcs, goblins, bugbears, nothics, imps. Uh, even some elves and humans, though very few and far between. Plenty of drow and gnolls. The places you previously passed were the Oyster Cart Company, mm-hmm. Groybon Library, the uh, Nestler's very posh looking store with the sort of very minimalist, just uh, like six or seven bottles of Nestler Spring on a, on a single shelf, mm. all very brightly white lit, lots of glass and steel. Um, all very clean and corporate. Yeesh. It looked more like a fashion statement than an actual shop. Yeah. Um, you also passed the sort of rundown shack that was the High Elves, which was being guarded originally by a knoll. There's Bumbles. There's a, a huge two-story Darrow's, if you fancy getting some lunch. Oh, nice. That isn't, you know, people meat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was about it that we sort of, that was of, of importance. Okay. I kind of want to go to the Big Darrows because it's been a while Same. since we've had a Darrows visit. <laughs> let's go to the Big Darrows and let's awesome. sit let's in have... the top floor by a window so we can look down on everyone. It'd be really, really cool. Yeah, and you can look out over, watch the comings and goings over Groydon. Yeah. Okay, so you head in, you see the uh, elf behind the counter, as usual, a, a, an elf that's been captured and imprisoned wearing the standard Darrows uniform. This one is named Clint. He is a level two grill wizard. Nice. And he greets you. Hello, welcome to Darius. How can I help you today? Hello. Um, what do you fancy, Bromora? I'm thinking some gluttony meals, as usual. Mm. What are your thoughts? I, I think gluttony meals are a great idea because I want to get some of them lovely capsules. Do you want a okay, war- one, of one of each? Yeah, one of each. War Chief Burger, like always? Yep, sounds good to me. Cool. Three War Chief Burger gluttony meals, please. Would you like dessert with that? Sure. Oh, go on then, yeah. 18 silver then, please. Cool, sorted. And he hurries about getting your meal. They seem to be much more efficient here. It's it's like, obviously, working in the big city. They're expected to work to a higher standard. They're Ooh. not allowed to shamble like you would find Chris back in, in, in Mordtown. They, they have to be more sort of efficient and swift. He hurries about, he gets you a meal, prepares it on a tray. Um, what capsules would you like today? One of each, one of each. One of each. Go on then, yeah, one of each. Um, and 
they Clint gets you your your captures, one of each, and points you to a, a big sign on the door uh, on the wall that says, "Do not open red capsules within the storm." Thank you, the management. Okay, well, other than gotcha. other than the red capsule, uh, which is it the the yellow one that contains figures? It's green. Oh, the green. Okay, can I give the the green one to Thrall and be like, "Yes, this one's for you." Thrall looks very excited and gives mm. you a little kiss. It's just it has been a little while, hasn't it's it? It's just and it's just a roll twenty for uh, a d twenty for that, isn't it? And you head upstairs with your meals and find yourself a nice seat by the window. And and while you sit and pick over your meals and and, and open your capsules, we're going to start with green, yes? Uh, yeah. So we'll see what Thrall gets from the green. One. Thrall opens the capsule up, and inside there is a small badly painted resin figure of a small crouching kobold with a green <gasps> dot on his chest. A kobold! Wait, wait. A small crouching kobold with a green dot on his chest? Yes. Is Thrall's necklace green? It is. Well, the the symbol on it is painted green. The, the stone of it is actually light, light grey. Oh my goodness, it's a tiny Thrall! I'm trying not to think too hard about the in-world implications of that. Oh my goodness, it's a tiny Thrall. I don't I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> so, assuming that there's nothing sinister going on, that's quite an adorable moment for Thrall to get a tiny little toy of themselves. He's very happy. And he starts mm. playing with all of his, his characters together. Let me oh, put that on his I'm, I'm just going to try not to think too hard about that right now, because I have zero... <laughs> yeah. Like, assuming that this is a thing in world and someone has, like, watched Thrall enough to make a figure of them that gets sold at, like, a big food chain, I'm like, that's... Uh, we have no clues to solve that problem yet, so I'm just not going to face it for yeah. now. <laughs> Let's just not think about that too much. Okay, so do you want to open the yellow one? Yes. 19. 19. Nice. Inside the little yellow capsule, you find a small keyring with the Daru's logo on it, and written across it is Daru's Fried Rat. If you had any keys, you could attach your keys to this. Oh. Do we have any keys? No. Yeah, you used to have, have keys, keys to the shop for, for Mordtown, but, but we don't, you don't work there anymore, so you don't have work in that slept, store. Have we slept recently? Uh, I imagine you've been taking it in turns to sleep on the road, really. Ah, uh, yeah, that probably makes a lot of sense. So you, ha- you have your meals. Yeah, we have our meals. Constitution checks, right? Yeah. <laughs> Constitution save, isn't it? Yep. Six. Oh. You do not get a point of inspiration. And you feel a little bit crazy from all oh. the grease. Yum. yum, 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 yum. Uh, Thrall will also make a constitution saving throw. That's a really good constitution saving throw. Heck yeah. That was a dexterity boy. save, whoops. Oh, God. The, it's even better. Funny. 23. The, <laughs> yeah. the boy polishes off his meal and starts eyeing up your fries. Hmm. <laughs> of course he does. Pramara? 16 on constitution. Excellent. You enjoyed your meal, and as a result, you get a uh, point of inspiration. <gasps> Hooray! I will put that in the thing. It's been a little while, so my tolerances are low. <laughs> Let's just say that. All the grease. Mmm. Greasy, greasy. Mm-mm-mm. As you sit there finishing your meal, you casually look out over Groybon, and, and you can see that the library in the distance... You notice there there seems to be some uh, risen incline just on the outskirts of town. The the bright it's it, 
in the in the last couple of hours, obviously the sun's gone down above ground, which means the crystal's now not filtering the light from above uh, into the city. So it, it's all quite dark. It's just lit by street lamps and so forth, and it and it looks quite beautiful and twinkly from from your vague vantage point here. Uh, and you 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 can see sort of off into the distance that there are the 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 lights get sort of further and further apart as you're heading into the the suburbs of Groivon. Mm. And it's all sort of quite beautiful that far out. Nearer, it's all very bright and garish. And you notice not far al- along one of the streets, uh, a huge building, um, very brightly lit, lots of neon colours. If this was the real world, it would all be fluorescent tubes and, and lit like that, like um, like Piccadilly Circus. Oh, yeah. And there you see um, a, a large building... And on the front of the building, it announces itself with a picture of, of a large, or with, with an, an image uh, a lit, lit up of a, a large lute. Multiversal music. Ooh. And it particularly catches your eye as one of the more large and garish and brightly lit buildings. I'll be honest, kind of curious about what's inside. Do you want to have a look, Bromara? Let's go have a look. This seems like a place we should probably go. Let's go. Let's have a little gander. Okay, so after dinner you head out into the streets and head towards multiversal music. Outside of the building you notice that uh, there are a a few security guards, but there also seems to be a large line of people with various musical instruments about their person, queuing up trying to get in through one door. And to one side you see images of the... Two orcs and their bugbear that you encountered from Fairy Forest. <gasps> oh shit! Announcing that tonight auditions for Underdark Talent <laughs> with the uh, the orcs are named as Sunny and Emmy, and their bugbear is called Piers. <laughs> oh fucking hell, Jane! <laughs> <sighs> we need we need right. to call someone and tell them where their book is. Okay, so you're gonna call Ganley? Yeah, let's call Ganley. Yep. Okay, so you you look up uh, Aiden in the book. There are a lot of Ganleys in in the book. <laughs> Big family. I like, I I very much enjoy this. You find Aiden and gesture. You see the blue lights disappearing off into the distance, and eventually Ganley's face floats into view. Hey there, how's it going? It's not been so long since I spoke to you. How are you doing? Where? Yeah, uh, little time no see. Um, so we, <laughs> we think we know. We we might know where your book is. Really? Where's that? Uh, well, we we we've spotted the people that we we saw with your book, right. and they might be putting on some kind of um auditions for an under underground talent show. Who the bloody hell's that? Uh, you know anything about Underdark's Got Talent? Right, those bastards. Yeah. Yeah, they nicked your they, book, they friend. Got your book. They've, been de- they've been destroying the music industry for bloody ages. Well, uh, thankfully, they're right here in Groobon. Thanks very much for the heads up. I might need to get a few more of the family involved in this. It's going to take a lot to take down multiverse and music. If you need any help, just give us a shout, yeah? Thanks very much, friendo. I, I am sure that uh, anything we can do to go 
go help you deal with uh, these people, particularly uh, Pierce the bug uh, the bugbear. <laughs> bugbear. Uh, you know, let us know. Thanks very much. Listen, I owe you one, so let me know if there's anything I can do for you in return, right? Will do. Absolutely, will do. Oh, actually, now that you mention it, I if that? we help you out with taking these guys down, will you help us out with a tactical operation? What do you need? Have you got any black clothes? I'm sure I could get hold of some. Have you got the capacity to get hold of a black mask? Pretty sure I can find one. One of the family around here will have something. Excellent. We are going to go pay a little visit to Mr. Croak of Nestle Springs fame and sort him out if you catch my drift. I don't, but whatever. Happy to help. <laughs> We're going to go job him. Uh, we need a little bit of assistance. Grumsh is nippers, right? You're going to need a bit of help. I hear that place is a fucking fortress. Well, if we help you, hopefully you can help us. That guy's super rich. He's going to have a lot of guards there. But sure, I'll help however I can. Excellent. Looks like we've got a mana to storm. So, you heading off there now? Okay. Head out on the road. You follow the directions you have on your shiny, or should I say entirely matte, cart. The black cart heading towards Mm. uh, Croak Manor. Indeedy. Are you going right up to the doors? Are you going to take a more stealthy approach, analyse the area first? or I think an- uh, analyse the area, get like a little bit of a, a tactical awareness going on so we can plan our, our attack or our infiltration, probably. You pull, you pull up the cart a, a, a little bit along the road. The, there is a, a large, long road, a large, long private driveway that goes mm. up to Croke Manor. But you, you you pull off the road a little bit before that and start to do a little bit of a a, a reconnaissance around the, the grounds. In your stealthy stealthy through there, you notice that there are a number of bugbears patrolling the area. Mm-hmm. And as you're making your way, you catch a glimpse of some kind of multicoloured fur. Hmm, that's odd. The building itself appears to be a, a very large sort of manor house, lots of unnecessary pillars and mm. and large open windows. There's lots of very long lawns. You have no idea how they run a lawn in the Underdark. Yeah, there's, there's some fancy shit, topiary, topiaries. Now, clearly there is a lot of money to be spent on keeping this place looking like some kind of fancy above-ground gra- above mansion. This is borgy as fuck. So, sorry, you mentioned a glimpse of multicoloured fur. Yep. Where? In the bushes, not far from you. Can I make a perception check? Yeah, you can investigate, you can try and perceive if you like. I've already said I'm what your basic perception will get you, but if you want to focus more on that. Gonna... Uh, no. no. Anyone else? Uh, Thrall's going to have a little gander. I I will have a gander as well. Oh, no. <laughs> eight, eight for two. You two? Three. And a three. Oh, no. Hey. Okay, so with your perception, you see no more than what I've already told you you'd seen. A glimpse, a glimpse of, of multicoloured of, fur. Of, of multicoloured fur. I'm not, I'm not too sure about that. I don't know what that is. And um, Bramara, what are you thinking? 
I am thinking that most of the ways that I would have, like, found out more information, I currently can't do. And as such... Mm. You say multicolored fur. Can mm-hmm. I do a nature check to see if I recognize any creature that might have multicolored fur like that? Sure. Oh, yeah, good show. Natural 20. A. Not a natural color, but it's the the fur, the, the, the way it lies, and the sort of stealthy nature of this creature. Do you think it might be some kind of lynx? <gasps> Multicolored <gasps> lynx. Oh, shit. I think I know who that who do you is. Think that is. That's our little raver friend. What was the name of our raver friend again? You don't know. You never asked. Oh. It was a halfling that had had a a a a, a, a rainbow coloured battle links. If that's the one you're talking about, yeah, that's who we're on about. Yep. You knew the name. You knew the name of the the links. That was Snomington Pawsworth. I think we're all we were all a bit high that night to remember to ask things like <laughs> I think what was that, your I name? Think, yeah. I think at this point we all I, I, I like the idea that we all go, Is that Sir Normington Pawsworth? I think that and might you, be. And you hear a Oh Hey What what Hey you're right. what you doing here? And Sir Normington peeks through the the undergrowth at you and gives you a bit of a squint. And, and 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 you see that he's got sort of teary eyes. <gasps> what's, oh, what's, what's wrong, wrong? Nobbington? Hmm. Can you speak? With oh, the- I oh, can wait. speak with animals because it's a cantrip. I still have those. Uh, I do a dab towards Nobbington in order to activate speak with animals. Nobbington says, "Mistress stolen <gasps> by who? Batman, bugbear." <sighs> Oh. In house. <gasps> oh shit! We're breaking someone out as well. Da, da, da. Okay. Da, da, da. This is now a multifaceted operation. <laughs> well, I think we'll leave it there for this week. Oh shit! Cliffhanger. That is quite the cliffhanger. Ooh. Thank you very much for joining us, uh, Laura. Where can we find you throughout the week? You can find me pretty much everywhere at Laura K Buzz, Laura K Buzz on Twitter, Laura K Buzz on YouTube, LauraKBuzz.com. Other than that, you can find me Monday to Friday, 9 to 5 at kotaku.co.uk. Uh, yeah, this is probably the places to find me. And Astrid, where are you? If you like a side of fried communism with your video games, you can go to jaffamoister.com. That's J A F F A M E O I S T E R.com where all of my content's available, including the aforementioned communism in video games. That's a lot of my personal content. I do written and video of me violently mashing communism into video games and talking about how it makes sense. Keep an eye out for videos that you can also keep an eye out for if you go to youtube.com forward slash Jaffermeister. On jaffermeister.com, though, you can also find all of my freelance content, which I do for gamesindustry.biz, Waypoint, and The Morningstar occasionally. And also all of my Indie Haven stuff, which you can also find at IndieHaven.com for all things indie. I'm the editor-in-chief and I do video stuff, news shenanigans, all kinds of interesting little features, mostly about gay stuff. It's really, really, it's, it's pretty great. And you can also find me on Twitter, at Jaffermeister, spelled the same as the website, where I talk about all of the above and you should totally like follow me and retweet my things and say hi 
and all that jazz. And that's it. And I can be found at stonemonkeyradio.blog, which is a congregation of all of my fangs. Um, I can be found on YouTube as Maniac Janiac or Silly Pook Monster. If you search for one, you'll find the other. It was a dark time. Um, you can also find me on SoundCloud as Jane Eris Magnets and Twitter as Maniac Janiac and at the Poly Armory SMR. That's A-R-M-O-U-R-Y. Thank you very much to everybody who entered the competition. I will be editing in, around now, the winner. So congratulations to, insert winner here, uh, at AquarianFull on Twitter, Barbara Nicole Pitts. Thank you very much for your amazing picture of Mistress Illyriana. And we all particularly enjoyed your rendering of a, uh, a an illusory butt. We all complimented that it was particularly good butt. Excellent butting there. Well done. Uh, so, yes, hit me up on Twitter DM, and I will arrange to get your copy of A Hat in Time to you. We thank you for everyone who entered, and thank you very much for joining us. Join us again sometime. Bye. Bye. Toodles. Oh my goodness, that is a very good bar. That's a really, that's adorable and I love it. Oh yeah, I should stop recording. <laughs>